0: Hello and welcome to the B2B Sales Playbook, brought to you as ever by Lead Forensics. I am your host, Jody Caro. This is a slightly different episode of the B2B Sales Playbook today. As we approach the end of H1, I wanted to reflect on what we've learned across the last few months on the B2B Sales Playbook. So without further ado, here are some of the highlights of the B2B Sales Playbook for H1. One top tip on creating a personal plan for the listeners of B2B Sales Playbook what would that one key bit of advice be? The first thing is do it, set your goals, keep it visual, have a vision board. Don't make it too many because the great thing about achieving goals and having a vision board, when you've hit one, you can change it, you can swap them out, done that, next. But again, I think it's an evolving document or an evolving visual that you would do. And you are going to have a, a roller coaster rock and roll journey to actually to be able to get those. Don't be disheartened. Don't give up. And again, if your goal is to climb a mountain, you're going to get to the base camps. That's the same as any goal. And when you get three quarters of the way up, you think, Oh, I can't make it to I can't do this. I can't do this. Because mentally we get tired hitting our goals. But if you focus on the reason that you're doing it, then you will literally smash that goal and hopefully your goal will be happiness and then you will just live a happy life. If you had one i I feel, I think I know what you're going to say for this, but if you had one top tip, one key takeaway for everybody listening to this podcast today, what would that be on building rapport? I would think about how you would
1: like to be treated. And if you treated if someone treated you the way that you're about to treat that person, how would that make you feel? Would that make you want to do business with them? Would that make them want to set up a meeting with you or would they want to ghost you?
0: Absolutely. It's one of the earliest lessons we're taught as people,
1: right? Mm-hmm. That's- yep.
0: If you could give the listeners of the B2B Sales Playbook one top tip to take away from this podcast, what is the most important thing that they should take away from listening to our conversation today? Mm.
1: I would say the most important thing, at least for myself, is to precisely look at ourselves. What am I perpetuating from a system that is broken? W- what do I carry on? What and pass to my successors that should change. What can I do instead? Change always starts with oneself. Mm. If you want everybody else to change, you have to start yourself first, right? And send the unequivocal message that yes, you are committed to finding other solutions, Um, new, more different ways of working that might feel a little bit challenging, but that's the game. You won't be able to effect any change if you don't start by applying that to yourself
0: on closing deals quicker what is that one golden piece of advice
2: uh it's to have one one thing it's a tricky one because there's a ton a ton that you i could talk about um closing deals quicker i think it's about making sure you've got the right opportunities in front of you that the the business's goals are ultimately lined in with the individual's goals. So you're working together, um, understanding pain points in a bit. Uh, There's no one point. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. No, it's
0: absolutely fine.
2: <laughs> if you, if you understand uh, a business's problems, then you can understand how to solve them. Um, you know, without that, you can't really build value. And then the day, if you can show that you can solve a problem that they have quickly, that creates urgency. Um, and then make sure you've got all the right people that you need to be able to kind of come to a decision. Um, So I know that's not one, that's cheating, but um, it, it isn't just a one answer. You've got to have these pieces of the puzzle. And if you've got them all right, then you'll be able to create urgency and close lots of deals really quickly. If you're struggling with sales, you need to look in the mirror. And then you're looking at the problem. Yeah, it's not Brexit. It's not COVID. It's not the strike. It's not the competitors. It's not the pricing. It's you. Yeah. You don't have the skills to get people to see that they need what you have. And it doesn't matter. I made a lot of money in COVID. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I I, was like so many other people. My diary dried up overnight, literally, because I'm an in house, in person trainer. My entire income gone. And I could have sat there and said, Whoa, it's me. I had to change. I had to look in the mirror and say, Well, what do you have to do to make this work? So you are the master of your own destiny. I know we live in a culture where actually you're not, and you're just the victim. you're not a victim. In fact, there's never been a better time to be alive, particularly if you live in the West. You have to go out of your way to find reasons to be angry and upset, right? So for goodness sake, look in the mirror and yeah, improve yourself.
0: What is your one top tip? for fixing a broken sales culture or setting the correct tone for a sales culture what's your top tip for that
2: top tip is to listen first i gotta tell you you listen first and then get the information before you react is okay then everybody has to collaborate together to say we have a problem and if you have a problem it's okay what do we do to address that problem and how do we fix it together it's not a one-person show. It doesn't come down on one person. It's the whole team. It's the whole team in place, and you have to work with the team to correct things and make sure that they're correctable in the long run.
0: What's the one key thing to remember when you're considering psychology in sales? There's
3: a lot, but the one thing is, and this is going to sound soft, and it's okay that it comes across this way, but just you got to be nice to yourself. It's already a tough enough job. It's tough. You gotta be nice to yourself. You gotta make sure that you are your best friend because you're the one talking to yourself the majority of the day. And if you're beating yourself up constantly for making mistakes, you're gonna make a lot of mistakes, especially if you're new to sales. Reach out on LinkedIn, go find your people that are going to be that help you and talk to them, but make sure that, like I said, there's a fine line between David Goggins yourself and then and then lying to yourself and saying, there's nothing wrong. But find that balance of where, when you do a checkup from the neck up, you're like, okay, today could have been better. You said it with your trade show yesterday, there's nervousness going into it already. But what if you were just sitting there beating yourself up and instead of a hundred things going right and three things going wrong, you just, that would turn it to 97 things going wrong if you're sitting there just wearing yourself out. So be nice to yourself It's probably my best advice.
0: If there's one key takeaway about protecting their mental health and perhaps helping others with their mental health, what is that one key takeaway you want them to learn from this?
1: I'd say, and it's going to sound a bit wishy washy, but it's just everything always works out. So I asked this question on my podcast, and this has been to like CEOs of 100 million businesses, to like breathwork teachers. So we have a very wide variety of people on the show. And I'm like, what advice would you give to your younger self when maybe you were going through a difficult time? It's- everything's going to work you know we the one that stuff that unites all of us is suffering we're going to lose loved ones we're going to sometimes struggle in our work or relationships but like in the end ever everything works out and just a great quote that's come out a couple of times on my podcast is change your mindset to life happens for you rather than life happens to you because if you think life happens to you you're in this victim mindset of like, everything's all this suffering it's so bad and it's taking me down versus if you're like Everyone suffers and it's all about what do we learn from this? What do we learn from our failures? And everything is going to be okay in the end. So a bit of a wishy-washy answer, but hopefully it helps a few people.
0: I don't think it's wishy-washy at all. I think it's, I think it's a very helpful tip, Michael. So, Awesome. One key takeaway. When considering your personal brand, what is the most important thing to remember?
1: When you think about your personal brand, you need to break down who you are it's a three to five buckets just to understand what your personal brand is. We all, there's like the, who I think you think I am, who you think I think that you think that I am, who I think I am, right? There's all those different perspectives. You need to take, to, you need to clarify for yourself. What is my personal brand today? Cause you do have one and then say, okay, which things do I want to highlight? Which things do I want to pull back on? Which ones can I not change? Cause that's just how it's going to be. And that should give you an idea of who is this brand and try to think about it at a third party versus trying to say, I want to be, and I like that person. Look at yourself, think about it like a third party. If you were looking at that thing, that's the personal brand that you have. And then just double down on that versus trying to change it anyway.
0: If I could ask you, please, for one top tip, one absolute golden rule that you would like everyone to take away who is watching this conversation right now, what's the one thing you would like them to remember?
1: <clears throat> that it's not the time spent on the pitch.
2: It's the goals spent, the goals scored on the pitch. That's the reality of it. And we get it all messed up. Oh, I have made 500 calls today. Yeah, how many goals have you scored? And
0: once you can start doing that, you can start ascertaining. Then once you work out how many goals you've actually scored, break it down. How did I score that goal? What specifically did I do on a piece of paper in order to score that goal? And that is how you become a repeat star striker, just like me. Well, there you go, the highlights of the B2B Sales Playbook podcast there. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating where possible. We'll be back next week with another episode of the B2B Sales Playbook podcast.